2: Visit the Bedfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD85 in Frederick, right next to Long Shots Off-Track Betting. Go to bedfredsports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: I keep getting these spam comments on Instagram. Hey, this is Stephen Blake of Animal Sun, and you're listening to the Loud Spot with Sebastian.
3: Johnny Fox! Can it yeah, bono shut the f up? Johnny would just don't know when to stop. Yeah, and if you don't like it, you better take your ass up to the snooty box, cause this is the loud spot.
4: Okay, see you later.
5: What's up everybody? Welcome to the loud spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosby, right out of Oklahoma City. Today we have Steven Blake from the band Animal Sun out of Los Angeles. What's up, man?
1: Hey man, how's it going? Thanks for
5: having me. Absolutely, dude. And then we have Sam McIntosh. He's here, and you guys work together. So I'm happy to have both you guys on the show at the same time. So I, the band. <laughs> I don't work with So Stephen, t- tell us a little bit about Animal Son. That's a super cool name, by the way. Oh, thank you. What? So when did you guys start? How long have you guys been playing together? Just, just seems like there's a little bit of buzz about you guys with their music videos. Just-
1: Shit, man. Well, there's like so many different chapters of this group. It, it, originally, it was conceived in like 2011. Like the idea was conceived and it came about into its first iteration, which was me and Will. Will's my, my brother and also the drummer of the band. In 2014, we were just playing these like little local crappy dive bars all over the East Coast, you know, when we were in school. And uh, put out a few demos, started picking up some steam. and Then we added two guys to the band. Um, and we started playing all over colleges and opening for, like, local bigger names. And then we boot- moved up from there and started opening for some big touring acts, like uh, the Frights, uh, who are on Epitaph.
5: Uh, okay.
1: Blew way the hell up. Uh, right when we opened for them, they started blowing up, like, really big. And now they're, like, now, like $30 million couple of songs
5: on Spotify. You, you should so. have waited to open up for them for like a year later.
1: I know. <laughs> there was a couple hundred people there. It could in like 4,000, 5,000. Right, anyways, but this guys, really cool. Uh, great time playing with them. Anyways, uh, from there, um, we went to... I had a glass ceiling. Okay. Uh, we lost it to the guys we were playing with. Um, this was around 2018 that we lost them and uh, moved to L.A. It became a duo again. And we were a duo for about a year here. And then we met the two guys that we've been playing with for the past two years. So it took almost, it took, if you want to talk about when this band was conceived, Mm -hmm. it took 10 years to uh, become seasoned players, become seasoned songwriters, find an identity, find a sound, um, understand like what message we were trying to get across to our fans and build that universe and we finally did it with uh, this upcoming record, but it took so long. I mean, Sam came in uh, to the situation like right at the beginning of this record kind of taking place. Like I remember like I was conceptualizing it like when he started talking to me. And all we had was Girl in Blue at that point. We had a couple of other like B-side songs, like Without You and Still Believe, which got into American Songwriter. But we didn't really have a focused sound. And I remember that was the feedback we got back from a couple – Of people in the industry is like yes these songs are great it's just doesn't sound like you guys know what the fuck you're doing (laughs) (laughs) you don't know what you want to be and um we noticed that there was like reoccurring themes and reoccurring styles that were in songs like victory song without you the girl in blue is always the one that stuck out as like okay that's this band. Mm -hmm. so we just took that song and we wrote a story around that character um with another you know outside character that we made up for this album and kind of it became a concept album uh, between um, red and blue. Uh, which just as, as, we call them. And uh, yeah, that's what every word is. is the next chapter of uh, that, that saga. It's not the first track on the album, but it, when you listen to it in sequence, it, it says it's A to B, right? You, you just, yeah, It's the story. And all, every music video connects.
5: Did every, you guys,
1: tomorrow.
5: <clears throat> did you guys did you guys uh when you first started when you and your yeah. your brother Will, right, was is a drummer? <clears> throat> okay. Throat> okay, so when you guys started out between when you first started and now has your style changed at all? Like did you did you start off oh, it's yeah. kind of a pop, uh, poppy kind of a rock band or was it like a little harder in the beginning and then turn softer?
1: No, they were oh, deathcore metal. They were deathcore <laughs> metal when they first
6: started.
3: You, it was hilarious.
1: If you really want to know what we sounded like, man, uh, we sounded like a Silver Sun Pickups ripoff band. we <laughs> <laughs> first started. Yeah, I love that band. I actually, I got, got to meet the drummer uh, last year um, at a private event and became friends because he happens to uh, know uh, someone who works with the guy that recorded all of our demos in um, – Virginia, right? So we did all these demos in Virginia. Like he was close with a coworker who was best friends with the guy that did all of our stuff. So it was like it was such a small world kind of coincidence. Um, okay. Yeah, they were our main influence. Them, Radiohead, all kind of weird, obscure, uh, like alternative stuff. And then from there, we started pulling from like Muse, and it got a little bit heavier for a little bit, and then it went to straight pop punk for like a year. Nice. Um, and then from there, it went to. Girl in Blue, right? Because Girl in Blue was actually written, Sam, just so you know, um, early 2017. That's how old that song is. It just didn't get, It we got recorded in 2018 and it sounded like an old Killers meets Switchfoot song. I mean, the chorus was like,
3: oh, well, oh, 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 well.
1: It was like super, <laughs> like, unbelievably peaceful. Um, and then uh, our producer heard it, uh, Aaron Zeus, he goes by Zeus, um, Aaron Zeus Theta, he heard it and he was like, man, that those lyrics and like the message I think is really cool. So we took that song and just made it more of like, uh, uh, I don't know, gorillas foster the people, like, you know, even we're calling for more modern alternative influences instead of trying to do what's been done. We're trying to take the best parts of what we loved about those records and make something that we can feel is a bit fresh and uh, true and new to what we want this band to sound like. And it took 10 years to figure that out. I'm not saying It took that long. But uh, we didn't start releasing music or become Animal Sonic in 2014. Okay. when we came out as the band. And uh, it's been a wild ride to get here, but I could not be more happy and excited with uh, where things are going, especially with Girl in Blue uh, approaching
5: one million streams. Uh, That's That's awesome, man. Go ahead, Sam. The thing is, is
6: if you want to if you guys really, you can search the internet for some. embarrassing cringe worthy stuff between steven and his brother like oh uh, boy like uh, like jack jackass style stuff,
1: stuff how did you find this oh don't worry
6: <laughs> i mean, I'm holding on to that stuff for blackmail later on that's all uh, that's what I'm doing. if I'm it's, on, it's on the
1: internet man it's, already it's on
6: it's on the internet you can and it's not even on your guys stuff it's on other
1: people's. <laughs> So, your friends that you're hanging out with, so well, that's yeah. the thing, man. Like, these people are like screen recording us on our Instagram lives, and we're having like hundreds and hundreds of kids like watch every move that we do we're actually, freaking thousands of them now. So
6: that's, what like-
5: I, that's what that's why, when you first start out, you can't give a shit about nothing. If you start by giving a shit, and then all of a sudden people catch you doing things that maybe you shouldn't be doing, now it's a bad image. But if you start out with, fuck it, whatever, dude, I'm just gonna do what I wanna do. That's the image that you're not going. You're not going to care anymore.
6: See that exactly. that's, that's Sebastian though. That's that's his philosophy. That's right. He starts, out, he starts out with bad influency things for kids <laughs> all the time, and he realizes <laughs> if I just say, "Don't look at me," I am not a person of. Uh, uh, I am I am not an idol. Don't look at me. He thinks he can get away with that stuff.
5: Yeah, or, I've done a couple things already. Sam's like, dude. Delete that. <laughs> like, like the other night. Oh,
1: wine in YouTube. <laughs> yeah,
5: wine dude, don't YouTube. wine in YouTube, people. Just don't do it.
1: No whining allowed. No, no, <laughs> no not,
6: boxed wine. He drinks box, little boxes of wine. <laughs> Three boxes of wine. And he decided to cut some in card promos. They did not cut. They sounded. I found out later why he was upset. But. I didn't know this at first, but he was angry in that a video.
5: Pissed, man.
6: If you wanna, if you wanna unscripted, you can go anywhere else. But no, you need to fucking come on the loud spot. And I was like, "What are you doing? What is this hot dumpster fire of a mess in, in card here?" So the next morning, I, I was like, "Hey, uh, we got to discuss this." <laughs> and he's like, "I've already deleted it." He explained to me that he. What, how many, more, how many times did you try?
5: Like to cut 29, that- 30 times. And I was like, screw this, man. I'm done doing it.
6: So he was getting frustrated. That's what it was. The frustration was
5: coming. And, out in and the-, the wine. Frustrated and on wine does not make good for or a good end card for a YouTube video. I'll tell you wine that right drunk. now. Wine, wine
1: drunk, man. You got to be careful
5: with that stuff. It'll get you. It, 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 hit, get- it hits you just like that. I don't want to ask you about um, the Girl in Blue <laughs> music video. Is that. Like, your videos, I watch a lot of music videos, but yours do kind of, they're more telling a story at, rather than just playing music, right? So how long did it take to shoot but, something like that?
1: God, dude, way too effing long. <laughs> like, the Touch music video took days to make because we shot in Little Rock, which is a little tiny town, like 90 miles north of, uh, I guess it's more like of northeast but it's like in the desert near Palmdale but like to like if you're looking at it on a map it's to the right of Palmdale it's in the middle of definitely nowhere so like right we way. pulled off of <laughs> yeah you know where it is right we pulled off on the side of this dusty road and there was nothing for oh god, 30 miles and there was um so we weren't even in little little rock we were in the middle of nowhere right and we filmed uh the scene where you know the guys were camping in the tents cuz they were too broke to afford a hotel and the girls steal the van. Who I guess are just supposed to be like the female. Bonnie and Clyde. They just steal the shit. I mean, they don't know us. They just steal the van. And uh, we were there. Maybe we got there at four. We wake up at nine o'clock in the morning. Drove two hours. Filmed for six hours. It was like two two hours during the day, and then four hours at night. And it was like thirty degrees and windy because it was late October up in high desert area. Uh-huh. I think it's. Cold up there, man. And in the middle of shooting, uh wild dogs actually came up to us. By wild dogs, I mean they were runaways; they didn't have collars. They they were not.
5: Did you pet them? No. (laughs) The
1: girls (laughs) did.
3: Come here, puppy.
1: (laughs) Girls did, and they were friendly, but like they clearly weren't. They weren't clean, right? And they were kind of gross. And I was like, man, you don't know what they have. Like, don't (laughs) go.
6: That's exactly. you know that's exactly what probably people think of you guys. When <laughs> you don't touch them; they're probably not clean. They're definitely. Hey, <laughs> hey!
5: I thought it hey. Was that last night? You were on Instagram.
1: Uh, that was Friday, uh, Friday night. Thursday. Today, Thursday. Thursday. Where we played uh, on the rooftop. Oh my god! I was so freaking mad. Just between you and me, I had a I rehearsed my entire set. It's with gonna the tape
6: be. It, it's gonna be you, me. And the rest of everyone listening to this. So,
3: unless
1: you <laughs> yeah, listen. well, I, I don't care. I'm, 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 going, I'm going to uh, uh, complain. Go on, go on! I rehearsed the whole set with a capo, okay? And I was specifically prepared. I've been practicing for weeks with a capo. And I accidentally let uh, our producer borrow my guitar. And, of course, that was the guitar case that had the capo with it. So I had to completely wing it and play things in different keys that I hadn't rehearsed. And I I don't know how we pulled it off the way that we did, but it was totally, I even had to play it. I had to take a song off the set list.
6: Yeah, I thought it was a great video. Uh, Of course, I'm a little biased, so obviously. Um, But but why? only question is, why (coughs) did you do it live? Was it because of noise noise, uh, complaints or anything? The full band?
5: Yeah. Yeah, the full band.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we actually almost got kicked off just for
5: me. You could have just done it anyways. I mean. Dude, dude well, I, I was telling Sam, it would have been super cool if you guys had the whole band up there and the cops come and shut you guys down and you're like, screw that, we're still playing our songs. Like that, that would have been pretty cool, man. I mean, that. You that download every word tonight. at midnight as you're getting. Yeah, up God, that would have went viral. A billion people would have seen that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it would have been way better. Uh, But but it it was Attila's build. Attila is um, our marketing agent slash consultant slash good friend slash uh, local (laughs) in in this band who does a lot of crazy things for us. Um, But it was his building, and he just moved in there, and we didn't want to ruin his relationship with the leasing office. So he was the one who gifted us that spot. So I I just didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah. A lame answer. It's lame.
5: If you want to to be a rock star, you got to break rules, man. That's (laughs) That's just the way it goes, dude. I got a question for you. On when it comes to producers, have you only worked with one producer, or do you work with like on on this new stuff you're coming out with? Is this someone else that you're using to produce the album? So
1: I've worked with multiple producers over the years. I guess they were more mix engineers that kind of became producers because I didn't know what I was doing, so I was like asking for their opinion uh zeus is the first guy i've ever worked with where we were just like two creatives pretty much on the same level and we just wrote from the perspective okay we're gonna write a hit song and yeah. um bob wasn't involved with this album who helped with the beginning zp which we took offline he helped a little bit on girl in blue so i guess technically was part of that song which is on the album but it was literally just me Aaron, and the band
5: Okay, because different producers can change the sound of of, of a band. Like, you can have a hard rock band that goes to, like, a dance producer and make it sound way different than what, like, a rock producer would do, you know? So I think, I guess if you want to stay with your same sound, you pretty much got to stick with a a, a similar producer that knows the the sound that you guys want.
1: Well, that was the problem, is we didn't have a sound yet. We kept, (laughs) we, we switched producers so many times. I mean, we had two two different, three different people in Virginia and then we had Bob and Aaron, and then it became just Aaron, right? We even tried something out with a different guy here last year that didn't work out, but we 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 struck gold with Girl in Blue. So like, okay, we need to go do that again five more times and make an album, right? I know it's six tracks, but honestly, like, it feels like an album, and I I, I don't I think adding more songs would kind of ruin the magic. So rock and roll, there's no there's no fucking rules. So six songs is an album. Piss off.
5: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're gonna play every word right now. when did you guys write this song?
1: Uh shit, man. Uh two thousand eighteen. Okay. I was living in DC uh the single life and it was inspired by how much I hated dating in DC.
3: <laughs> okay,
5: all right. Every word, screw dating in DC. With animals me- son. <laughs> 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 Here we go.
0: I play this game. I tell myself that I'm fine. But you is most louder than the Arctic breeze. And I keep my thoughts buried inside of me. I bite my tongue when I think of you and
3: me. When I think of you and me. I hate every.
5: by Animal Sun what does it feel like to be in your position right now with kind of an up-and-coming pop rock uh group what does it feel like to just know that you're on your way to doing something pretty big probably
1: um long time coming I guess you know um we have a different perspective in this band because the 1975 I will never forget Matty Healy he said this like we've been a band for 10 years Right, when we started making it in 2012, like, we've been a band for 10 years. It takes that long. So when you start having this upcoming feeling, it, it, I, don't, I don't want to say it loses its magic because we're incredibly excited. Don't get me wrong. It's like, oh, finally, we're hitting our stride. It's like, no, no, we did the right things to get here. Right. We failed, failed and failed and failed and failed and failed and kept coming back and then kept fixing the things that weren't working until we found what worked for us and what made this band the way that it is right so it feels like rewarding right on like you study really hard and get a degree right it's in it's in the same vein right it just took like you get knocked down and you get back up right back up and then suddenly one day you find yourself here you set small goals and victories and you check a box every single time you hit one to make another goal and then eventually you find yourself here and as you said yeah it does feel like it's on the way to something really big
5: and you know – Honestly, I think that uh, with a lot of bands, and, and people might disagree with me on this, but because of COVID, I feel like more people are at home watching music videos on YouTube, watching things like that, and so with you guys not really, really being able to play shows, I, I feel like maybe there's been a lot of people just watching you guys, and because of the internet and people getting on, it may have actually helped your band grow with the fan base. It, joined,
1: it helped. it helped us really discover who we were, because we, we, we hit it with Girl in Blue, and then we kind of stumbled a bit. We're like, not quite sure. And this gave us the time to really get it right, to make this exactly what we wanted it to be. And um, that was the results of this, this album we have coming out this year. It gave us the chance to fix the things that were not working uh-huh. and capitalize on the things that were. So when it comes time to play live shows... We have our we have our shit together. We look good. We sound good. Um, We we're together, right? As a group, and we know what we are,
3: right?
6: So the uh, the the song "Everywhere" just came out uh, Thursday, or well Friday Friday morning.
1: Friday morning was midnight, yeah.
6: And then the the video (laughs) just came out Tuesday. So if you're listening to this podcast, get your butt over and go download, go stream, go. Go do whatever it is you do. How you uh, listen to your music and your video, but you got to check out the video. I think you guys will really like it. it it's definitely odd because S- Stephen and myself have gone back. I was like, "Why are you in? Why are you in a fifties diner coffee shop?" And she's <laughs> He's all modernized. <laughs> like uh, there was just so many questions. But he de- He does this to me all the time with his videos. Like touch. Why are all the dudes in the tent? What, what, is, what? So there's a lot of, but it's very eye-pleasing. And you now you use the
1: same director for all of these videos, correct? Yeah, we use, well, I, I, I kind of directed them. Uh, Zach yeah. was the editor and filmer. Um, he did have quite a bit of input, but uh, as far as the creative ideas, it was me and the band really kind of directing things. And uh, we wanted to create a universe, and you'll see this. So Even in the lyric video we did for "High With You, we're making one for Looking For Trouble right? another track off the album. Everything feels very throwback, but also very modernized at the same time. It feels like it doesn't belong anywhere other than in its own realm, its own thing, right? That's why we never got specific shots that was like, welcome to Las Vegas, because it, you could tell that it was Vegas, but there was never anything that was like, that's Vegas. It's like, oh, that's just a city that, oh, I think that's Vegas, right? We we wanted it to f- the 50s diner, but everybody's dressed modern, right? It looks like 2021 meets 1980 or 1950, right? So stylistically, <laughs> you know, you have that leather jacket thing going. You, have, you know, <laughs> the 80s and 50s had a very similar, like, greaser thing going on. That, so I'm pretty sure there was a hair issue in the 80s. And there
6: was it, a hair issue, yeah. And it was Aquanet, which was the sponsor for that
1: whole that whole thing.
5: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The,
1: the hair is the one thing that, yeah. But I mean, look, you know, that stuff, I uh, don't ever go out of style. I mean, you see pop punk making a huge resurgence right now uh, with Machine Gun Kelly's new record. Uh, like, <laughs> that was like, pop punk was like so not cool like three or four years ago. Like, it was the thing that nobody, you know, was looking for anymore. And now it's massive. You have people like Halsey recording on pop punk songs, right? Now it's like got a huge second breath of life, with, I think, which I, I think is amazing. Don't, don't there's, talk there's,
6: bad about my girlfriend now. Don't talk bad about my
1: girlfriend. Halsey, <laughs> yeah, Halsey girlfriend. Uh, she's. Uh, uh, I mean, like that's often <laughs> Seeing pop pop stars do that, but like I was saying, like I got started playing music because of an, uh, an All American Rejects music video. I was oh, cool. ten years old, maybe nine, and Move Along came on. I don't know where I was. I think it might have been in a hotel room. It was like MTV when they were still playing music videos. And we were sitting there on vacation. It might have been Phoenix where we were because we were hiking and I was 10 years old, maybe nine. And that song came along and I was like, I want to do that. I want to be that
5: guy. (laughs) You mean mean to tell me MTV doesn't play music videos anymore? MTV doesn't. (laughs) I I know. I I know. They should just change their freaking name, man. They should just change their name.
6: All all it is is a bunch of. Teen moms, pregnancy,
1: uh, catfishing. Yeah. Uh, this- well, they have like TV shows. It's their main thing. But I mean, like it was that. I mean, obviously, I'm sure you guys, you know. I disagree with Jersey Shore is not a TV show. <laughs> that,
6: that, that, that's a that's a dumpster fire that needed to be put out a long time ago. But for some reason, people like I gotta watch this. Seinfeld or <laughs> what was
1: the name? Uh, springer show was over so hey might as well yeah well i what i wanted to say was that um like obviously you guys you know know about the band's history like uh it, james our friend who we named the band after like was the main thing that got this band started um and all of these issues about mental health and whatnot but it was originally that move along all american Magex video that inspired me to pick up a guitar for the first time and it wasn't until James passed that we decided this is going to be the thing that we do with our life. And that was 10 years ago.
5: Have you Actually, ever, have you ever been drunk on stage?
1: Oh yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you ever feel like you did oh, a better, you ever feel like you did a better show though? Cause you're a little bit tipsy or hammered.
1: I mean, yeah, we, we definitely, I mean, it does help calm the nerves, especially in the earlier days, you know, when we were like, uh, you know, playing some of these college bars and, you know, we were 21, obviously. I'm just saying, like, we didn't have the experience that we have now. Now we could go play for 40,000 people. Uh-huh. You know, even though we could never bring that crowd right now, but was to say that they were there, right? I feel like I could go do that confidently. First of all, I did do that. I sang at the Staples Center for the, the Kings game last year That's versus cool. the Cap, and there was 20, 20 to 25,000 people there, and it was an isolated vocal, right? We didn't have a band, we didn't have any production. So there was nothing to hide behind. It was just me, my voice, and 20,000 people. So my, I can do that. I can do anything.
5: There's, right, so. there's a fine line between between getting a little bit, having a couple drinks to calm the nerves, and then sometimes you just cross that line. You're like, God dang it, dude. I should not have drinking that much. But the show must go on.
1: Oh, my God, man. That Dude, our, our, back in our Virginia college days, this guy doesn't play with the band anymore. But I'm going to tell you guys a little bit of a, uh, probably a, uh, mature story here but he had so much uh i I think it was maybe two pitchers worth of beer over like a four or five hour period and we were playing this thing at uva university of virginia which is where we had a lot of our shows uh called midsummer's festival right and it's uh there was there's like four or five huge bars and they're packed with so many people they're at fire they had to call the fire department because there's so many people there and I'm talking like it's outdoors. So people are crowd surfing, getting on picnic tables and getting really rowdy. Right. So we have this big banner behind us that says animal song, right? So you, everybody knows who we are. And we get up there and we, we goes okay, but the sound system fails before we even get the show started. So we had to take our only monitor, which was pretty big and turn it around at the audience so they could hear our vocals and nobody could hear shit on stage. Cause the two monitors behind us just weren't working. Right. Right. And, um, now we have a guitar player to our left that is completely drunk Like, just dis- <laughs> I'm sober will sober everybody else in the band is sober except for this one guy and he is doing horrible like he's saying he, we did a cover by the 975 Ch- um, chocolate for that song right and he's just was there he's like that's what she said and back into the trucks like and then at, and then like towards the end of the so two, two. my man was like Four or five songs left, and he just fell face first into the audience. (laughs) Like, (laughs) no one was around to record this? Oh, there's video of it. There's video of him singing this. (laughs) But but the worst part about it was that our name was behind this. Like, it was so badly that the guy that was playing bass with us uh, quit that night. He quit because of this. But he also, not only did he face play into the crowd and do this stunt during the, the cover song, but he knocked over an entire vodka cranberry. It was full on my computer and fried it. You know which what? Is what? You know what? All the system off of.
5: That guy's my hero, man. I like I like that. Dude. I would be in a band with him right now. In fact, after we get off, I want his name and phone number. I'm gonna give him a call. <laughs>
1: I'll give <laughs> his phone. We're still friends. Uh, he might he might rejoin the band again one day, especially when we go on tour because we'll probably need a guitar player. Um, but. Yeah, right now he's still on the East Coast. He wasn't able to make it out here with Will and I, so uh, that's why we went to Two Piece and we met Tyler and Adam. Um, it's right now it's very together. We know exactly right. what it is. When what we play live, we might need a we might need another guitar player, so maybe I'll hit him up and he can do what he did at midsummers but in in a. Legit venues, right, Sam? Yeah. I'll give you a good name. Give you a good name. And then, and then he, but he has to go to AA meetings on a regular. <laughs> <meeting>. <laughs> no, he's not. The thing is, he's not a drunk. That's the thing is, like you have people that don't party very often. Yeah. And then they get uh, they get to college and they just go crazy because they were yeah. so sheltered. By. I
6: think I think it's because you know it's that whole environment you. are you're free of your parents, you're free of everything else. So you just, that's what happened to me. I I mean, I
1: did. No responsibility. You don't pay for shit. You just go to, you just have fun.
5: I do got to ask you a question. So how many music videos have you guys shot? Four.
1: Uh, Well, if you want to count the animated videos, six. So we have a song, we have a video visual for every song on the album, four music videos, two animated lyric videos.
5: Okay, what's your favorite music video to shoot? Oh, you know, before you even answer that, I do want to ask you, in your music video, are there a lot of actors in the video?
1: We usually got one or two people per shoot. Uh, Everywhere, we had one. Girl in Blue, we had one, right? Uh, Touch, we had two, right? And then for this one we're shooting tomorrow, uh, we have two, right? Um, they're dancers, so okay. the, the idea of tomorrow is we're actually going to recreate the characters on the cover, and we are going to this rain room in Los Angeles and uh, it's got all these neon red and blue lights and the band's going to perform and they're going to do like kind of aggressive interpretive dancing. Um, and we're going to film, do all these cool slow-mo shots and whatnot. Um, and I have a way to tie this in to Girl in Blue, the, the, the next music video. I don't know if I want to leak this here because I feel like <laughs> this is going to come out before any, any of this other stuff comes out, but just know. Leak it. this, well, this, this <laughs> Just so you know, this video will somehow tie into the beginning of Girl in Blue. And that video somehow, even though we filmed it a year ago, somehow that video ties into everything we've done for this album. Cool, man.
6: There yeah. is a theme with every video. Not only, you know, the
1: colorization theme, but there's also characterization theme. Yes. Yes. Or, I mean, the whole album represents the, the, the war of the head and the heart. Red and blue. Right, which is ph- philosophically what those two colors mean. So it's it's way deeper than it seems. It seems like just an indie pop record, but like there's really deep themes that run throughout this album. Um, and we, their characters, they're more like vessels, right? Because we want them to be any gender, any sexual orientation. Somebody can just put themselves, oh, that's me, because they think or behave like that person, right? But the main takeaway from this album is that people change, people overcome their past, people become better they reflect and they overcome right they're not just uh repeating the same mistakes over and over and over again right? that's not how people are they change They're dynamic they're not stagnant
6: yeah well there there is also one consistent theme in that steven um making love to the camera well, you guys ready to <laughs> see my steven impression you were ready for this
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I had a, I had a guy that used to, like, um, he was part of our team uh, a few years ago, and he would say, Steven, the camera loves your face, and it would totally creep me off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we know who it to... is.
3: Yeah.
5: <laughs> That's funny. All right, the song Without You. You know what? I like your song's names. I like your band name, too. Yes, I don't normally, yeah. so to your fans that may want to know that are listening to this, how did you come up with Animal Sun?
1: Uh, two parts. Uh, animal comes from the kind of lifestyle we were living back when we were sixteen. We were unsupervised wild children that would kind of run around these different cities on the East Coast because we were really big into skateboarding. So we would take these road trips, and then we would just go freaking crazy. We'd drive up to Philadelphia or Richmond or Roanoke, Virginia Beach, and we were from you know kind of like a little mountain town in central Virginia. So like we would go to these big cities and just no adult supervision streetscape like all over the place so animals a reference to that wild time and then son uh was our best friend who passed away james son right okay. so it's like a okay. merit those two themes and it really just encapsulates uh, nostalgia is a big one um mental
5: health and
1: like overcoming tragedy
5: let's play without you right now by animal son
3: I'm afraid you'll find someone else. Honey you. I'm the ticket it tries to lose.
5: All right, that was "Without You" by Animal Sun. I think you guys are fantastic, man. I love all your songs. Do you ever, real, real quick? Do you ever get tired of hearing your own music because you hear it so often?
1: I would say the people around me get tired of it. <laughs> I, I, it's kind of like reading your own diary, right? Because you, it takes you back to when you wrote it and where you were at in your life. It's like when I'll, I'll drive down like a beautiful mountain road, like you know, when the band went to Mammoth, right, for my birthday this summer. Um, it was just, just us, just the band and our, our close girlfriends. Um, we went to Mammoth and we were listening to demos from this album, like nothing was finished. And you know, now I listen to this album and I'm taken back, you know, driving down these mountain roads, or if I listen to trouble, I think about night driving through the city of DC, right? Right. You know, so for me, I don't get tired of it because it just is nostalgia overload, and especially the way this album sounds, it's just nostalgia. It's like awesome, nostalgia. So that, for me, it's like reading my own diary. But everybody else is so sick of it. They're like, oh my god,
5: shut that off, bro! Like, I'm yeah, so tired. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want to check out Animal Sun, you can go there. You know, Apple, Spotify. The music videos are really uh, well directed, well produced. They they they're, they're very poppy. They're eye catching. Um, so they're they're entertaining to watch, which is cool. I've seen a lot of music videos. Some aren't that great. You guys have great music videos. So keep on, Thank you. Absolutely. keep on. Um, doing what you guys are doing man you guys are growing and that that's awesome i
6: i gotta tell them uh, if anyone's listening you gotta check out the every word video that just was released check that that video out and don't forget to pick up some merchandise because they got got a cool every word uh Mm -hmm. i think you guys have a hoodie and a shirt i think those are the two with the gray we we, we redesigned
1: girl in blue too we have like a neon So we, our whole merch store got redone, net. Click shop, get yourself some merch. We're actually selling quite a bit of stuff.
5: Awesome. Uh,
6: we cannot so. tour. I can't get these guys out to tour just yet. So this is the only way they can make money back, literally, is by merchandise. So. And, and it yeah. really does help support a band. And it really does tell them who really loves their music and who really wants to support them other than just to click on Spotify or a click on YouTube. And this really tells them, hey, look, I support you. I'm buying
1: a shirt.
5: I bought your song earlier today. No. <laughs> he support us. That's, that's it. I, support, I do support Animal Sun. Really, Sam got me into kind of some pop music. I, this was originally a, a rock podcast and we've reached out, even before Sam I was reaching out, uh, but I definitely want to reach out to more pop groups even country artists uh, dance groups, if it sounds good I want to play it, I want to thank everybody for listening to The Loud Spot uh, Steven, do you have any last words? Uh, just thank you so much for
1: having me man, I uh, hope everybody listening checks out the new and video and uh, get ready for the album coming up because it's going to be everything you wanted and more
5: absolutely and that is awesome check out I also have merch go to the and you, there's a link on there you can go we have merchandise we got a YouTube channel that we're trying to grow so thanks for everybody listening to the Loud Spot. I really suck at giving endings to the podcast so I'll leave it at that goodbye <laughs> this is the Loud Spot outro by nothing short of
0: tragic
3: is this all talk with no action no is this
0: my thoughts with distraction no is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yeah. Does nothing short of tragic happen back again? Yeah. Does anything that's good really have to end? Yeah. A pimp host has a pimp show, so to
3: get more episodes, make an order, this is over.
2: Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
4: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.